Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hello, beautiful humans. Dan's here. Yep. I'm here. And Ariana Grande's in the studio. I'm back. How crazy. I'm so sorry I'm back this soon. Shut your mouth. It's crazy that you're back in the five and a half months. Yeah. That's the time between Sweetener and Thank You Next. Barely five and a half months. I'm smiling too hard. I'm like very excited <laughs> to be here. And I feel like I feel really, really, yeah, peaking. But, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, my excitement's here, but my body's here. So they both can't keep up with the other. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What is it about this album that makes you so jazz? Like, it really, it exudes from you. Um, I think um, just how we made it. I made it with like my best friends over the course of a really small period of time and it kind of like saved my life kind of it was just kind of like this uh super uh challenging chapter that you know sucked and then my friends made it amazing and special and I'm forever grateful for that and uh the music just feels like how it felt making it, I feel like. Is it the right thing to say that it was just friends helping another friend get through the average things that people go through in life? Mm-hmm. Right? I see Tommy shaking his head in the corner, so I'm like, yeah, that's right. By the way, Tommy Brown is here. Hi. Yeah, everybody's here. Yeah, Victoria. Tommy, Victoria, Mikey, Scooty. This is a part of the team that really crafted Thank Josh you and next. Daniel. Ah, oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> was there a defining moment that you remember that was like, okay, this happened and now it's time to start creating another project? I don't remember that moment. I was trying to ask Victoria earlier. I was like, when did we, like, when did this happen? Because I don't remember it. Like, it was such a blur, I think, because of, like, like emotions and then also, like, champagne. <laughs> I don't remember when it started or how we got there. I know that things started getting tough and all my friends flew in. Like, all my friends were like, hi, I'm on a plane. Be there soon. And um, at that point, I wasn't going to tour. I had met with my label and my whole team in New York, and I said, you know, I'll give the advance back. I'm not leaving. Like, I can't. I'm just not in the position to at all. I'm not, like, emotionally stable enough or healthy enough at all. Like, I need to really, like, take some time. And... um my friends kind of really turned it all around. Um, I wish I could, like, credit therapy, but I didn't do anything, really. It was really mostly just my friends and this music. And um, Wendy, my A&R, was like, if y'all want to, you know what I mean? Like, there's a studio across the street. I live right across the street from Jungle City in New York. So we literally went to the studio next door every day, like, walking distance, walk to the studio every day. Um... And just made music, and it made, it turned everything around in my life. It was just like, it sounds really corny, but it was like the most beautiful. Would you say the most healing body of work you've ever put out there? Oh, well, yeah, because I don't think life has ever been as bad as it was when we start, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, as my best friend who knows everything, I'm like looking to her, I'm like, has it ever been that bad? She's like, nah. No, <laughs> no, confirmed no. No. It's really rare to see a friend group like this exist. I don't mean to be like, life, woe is me, but I, I'm like a really lucky kid. I know I'm very grateful and blessed, but it was just like a tough time, personally. Yeah, but I don't tough. mean to be like, 
boo f- who, I'm sorry. But not at all, because what you face is what so many people face all the time. And when I was listening to the album, I saw and I heard myself in records. Like, and I understood how somebody could really, it's almost like looking in a mirror almost, when you really connect to a record. And these records, they represent things that everybody goes through as you experience and navigate life. Yeah. And some people, I don't know, you, you heal your own ways, right? And I want to know what song Zach Sang saw in the mirror when he listened to this album. In my head. Really? Yeah. That was a big one. And I really... Uh, I was joking when I asked that, but you really came back quick. Oh, no. Like a real authentic answer. That one really... For a few different reasons, I understood it. And I don't know. It, it, it's a very powerful record. And I think... What, what do you think of that song? What do I think of it? I mean, w- when I say in my head, what's the first... <laughs> but what's the first thing that comes to mind? Because it's such an honest song. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind, we're 24 hours away from people hearing it, is how terrified I am for people to hear it. Um, second of all, I guess just... Uh, that thing that I do. I do a thing, I do a thing with people uh, that the song kind of explains. You know, I just want people to listen to it and have their own experience with it. But... I do this thing where sometimes I like paint a different picture of of someone that I am either that I either already know is not what I'm believing they are and I'm hoping that they are that or I'm like slowly learning that they're not what I had thought, I guess. Does that record too long of an answer, Ariana get media training. Go not, ahead. Not at all. Does that record start with that voice memo from Doug? From Doug, yeah. Is that was that the, the, the catalyst to that creation or was the record created no, and we had a, the dots? It was funny because we had a different, we had like a quote from a movie there. Um, it was Jack Nicholson saying, uh, you seem to have things strangely confused in your mind. And uh, we can clear it, legal, unfortunately, but it's actually worked out way, like, I like this so much more because I was like, you know what, like, Doug was such an incredible friend to me during that time and I, like, I don't know if I would have you know, gotten myself out of certain unhealthy situations if it hadn't been for his help and, you know, uh, whatever. So I was just, you know, was like, oh, this is fitting, actually, perfect. Yeah, it also says in your head, in yeah, it, which it, is, like, wild. It, it, yeah. From the second that record starts, I get goosebumps. And Yeah, it's beautiful. I also saw myself in NASA, mm. the distance thing. Who, who came up with the lyric, I'm the universe and you're NASA? Taylor, Victoria, right? I mean, she loves... Hop on that. She loves space so much. It was like a really fun song to like express that with like what she was going through at the time. Um, But yeah, that was me and Taylor. So like it starts with NASA? Does it start with distance? Because even that first soundbite, another one that starts with a really, really powerful quote at the top of the record. (laughs) That's Shangela. (laughs) You know who Shangela is? The drag queen? No. That's Shangela. She came to visit the studio when we were making NASA and she was like, she was like, girl, this is one small step for woman, one giant leap for womankind. And I was like, you need to say that again right now. And that's going at the beginning of the record. And she was like, oh, girl, hold on. Let me get ready. And I was like, yeah. you're not on camera. It's just your voice. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. It's so much better. It wasn't originally. It was a like, countdown. And I was yeah. like, Victoria. Oh, yeah. It was originally a countdown. And I was of like, Victoria, we got to change that. <laughs> it was like, it was like five. <laughs>
four. And I was like, Victoria, <laughs> I was like, Victoria, that's not. You can't. It's not going down. It was so funny. It's much better. You were like, I like it. Yeah. I was like, cool. D- did that record start with her fascination of space, or did it start with wanting to tell a story of distance? Literally, was that the morning that we were out buying the rings? Yes. And I okay. texted you. I was like, yo. Come here. We got this yes, idea. Yeah. Um, but it started with the hook. It started with the hook and we were like kind of like rapping, like rap singing. <laughs> like the, and it was just really fun. And then when we decided to name it NASA was after we said, Sp- I'm going to need space. We were like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. And it was fun. It's like very her. It clicked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you ever go to space? Yeah. Even if there was a chance that you wouldn't be able to come back? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> You're in? I don't care. Okay, got it. I'm, I'm just, I've had fun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's meant to be, will be. I feel like space would work out really well for you. <laughs> Me too. I feel like you... You. I'd be- love to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ship me out. No, you'd be the person who goes and like, you, you'd be the one who survives and sets up yeah, civilization. Yeah, my luck. Yeah. I'm kidding. Sorry, that's really dark. That's dark. That's dark. I'm sorry. I apologize. No, I would. I would love to go to space. The honesty in this this record does it bring? <laughs> Reel me in. Keep going. The honesty of this album does it bring you guys closer together as friends? No, we've been yeah, we've, we've been, been as close been as it gets for as long as it's. You've been working together. Seven years, eight years. Yeah, it's been a minute. But is that what made it so easy? Obviously, because you had so much history. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like with the thank you next hook, that's like one of my favorite stories. Is um, Victoria? Like I was like obsessed with the chords. Like everyone was like, okay, this is like something. Let's like stay here until we get it. And thank you next was something that I said for like years. I always would be like thank you next to like anything you know this guy but like it would be like if there was something annoying or if we saw something that we didn't really like or if our friends were going through something we'd be like let's just say like thank you next like you know okay well then that's it thank you next and my friends and I would all always say that Victoria and I were trying to find videos of it we don't really have any like video documentation of us saying that I think there's like a couple but we said it in our everyday language a lot and then I heard Victoria in the corner just being like, thank you, next. And I was like, <laughs> I literally, I think I like said something awful. I was like, fuck you. She said, <laughs> I was so excited. She said, Blank, are you saying thank you, next? I was like, yeah. <laughs> blank, I said, bitch, say yeah. Okay, we said, I don't know if we can say this. Victoria, you this shit. That record, even though you've said thank you next in your life, does it take hearing it in a song to really make an imprint on you to be able to actually move on and say and act thank you next? Do you get what I'm saying? Can you say the question one more time? Make I it, forgot what you said at the beginning of the sentence. Put, putting Because I was thinking so hard about it. You were halfway through it and I forgot it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Putting it into a song, does that <laughs> allow you to actually, like, does that validate it for you? Because you can say thank you next yes. all you want, but... Hearing it in a song and it's a, a hit like this. Well, it became super real. You know yeah. what I mean? Like putting it in a song makes it very okay. Cool. We definitely just closed that chapter. You know what I mean? It's like we had like three different versions of the song. What, what What's the biggest difference between the three of them? Well, I well, I was like, I'm like super shy when it comes to like pitching wild things 
And so I was like, is it like insane if we put, if I name people and thank them directly in the song? And Taylor was like, well, it's going to be a thing if you do, but I think it's brilliant. And she was like, but I think it's special. And yes, do it right now. Like, let's do it. And then we did it. And I was like, wow, this is really, really, really special and feels really like something, you know? And then I went home and slept on it and um, we came back and I was like, okay, let's make another version just in case without the names. Um, and that still exists somewhere today? That still exists on y'all's hard drive somewhere. What, what was in there instead of the names? I think I said, um, say I'm... Uh, say I'm too young or something. Yeah. I have a too many boyfriends. I was just talking about what people say about me still. Yeah. So it still like was like, okay, I'm embracing my mistakes and my what I've done and everything that's contributed to who I am, but it was just less direct. And everyone kind of, including me, um, was kind of like, this is not the version. Like me as I was doing it was like, this is not the version. But I was also trying to be protective yeah. You know? I so, um, Victoria, you want to take the reins? Tommy was like, <laughs> I like when Tommy tells his part. <laughs> yeah, I was like, look, <laughs> let her record it. Let's all play along. With the names. Let's play along. No, without the names. Without, got do it. it without the names. Everybody was mad. I said, no, we're going to do it. We all really know what version it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we know which version it is. Because also in my relationship at the time, things were like up and down and on and off. And so I didn't know what was going to happen. And then, you know, we got back together. So I had to make a different version of it. And then we broke up again. So we ended up going with that version. There was a version where I was getting married. There's a version where I'm not getting married. There's a version with no- nothing. We're not talking about anything. And... um but we all knew that the first version was going to be the version we ultimately went with. But you needed to get that out of your system. But yeah, I just wanted to cover all the, the bases. And it was a a big risk and a very scary thing to do because it is my life. I, I understand that like to a lot of people, I'm not a real person. or it's, it's easy to kind of just like see me as like a song or a picture or like a thing that kind of exists in their head. And they, they know what they know and that's it. But at the end of the day, these are people and relationships that have, you know. Real impact. Yeah. I'm a little and I'm, I'm like tearing up. But, you know, it's real shit to me. So It's real life. It is real life. And spent a lot of time with each of those people. Um, like learning and So it was like scary to put in a song um was it hard to listen to you for the first time no it was hard to play for people i was nervous to play it for people like i remember uh liz came by and heard it um mikey and scooty who are right back there you can't you can't see them but yeah i didn't want them to hear it until i had recorded it and they like like y'all made it so i was like everyone get get out i was like i "I want it to be perfect before everyone hears it like no one's allowed to come in i was like very nervous to share it because i knew that as soon as people heard the names they were gonna be like run that back one more time what the (laughs) is she doing like what the fuck is she doing my mom was like uh, she's never been happier my mom was like oh this is just the best song i've ever heard in my life because anybody who knows me knows how joan grande has felt 
about every relationship (laughs) I've ever been in. And she has been so supportive and patient and bit her tongue and, you know, been a fantastic mother. That song is for her closure, too. That song is for my mom's closure and also as like a thank you to her for helping me through a lot of this and uh, searching so desperately for like what I feel parts of my childhood lacked. Um, You know, it was just like a beautiful moment for her. My mom cried. Liz Gillies came through and was like, oh, Troy came. Troy came and was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, are you for real? Who gave you the most pushback on it? What do you mean pushback? Like, no, don't do it? Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. I'm waiting for you to tell me to suck a dick. No, 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 no. I would never tell you to suck a dick. <laughs> Unless you want. I mean, you should. <laughs> I'm rooting for you to suck a dick. But I'd never be like, suck a dick, Zach Zang. I'd be like, oh, suck a dick, Zach Zang. Yeah, thank you, you so much. Suck a dick. You should. I think it'd be fun for you. Thank you. But. I need to. What was I going to say? <laughs> you do. It's, yeah. It's time. It's, it's really It's been 25 years. It's been 25 years. I've done nothing. We're going to find one. I am, I'm still. Tommy had one. Where's that thing, Tommy? Uh, oh, the, the finger. The finger. That big old finger. You can practice on that and we'll talk about it after. Will you, only if you give me notes. I'll help. Thank you so much. I'll help. So. I'm not, we'll talk about it later. You got it. Anybody named in that song supportive of you putting it out there? Yeah. Um. I had sent it to Sean, and he loved it. Come on. He loved it. He calls um, people out all the time. He can't say anything. Well, it wasn't really calling out. It was a thank you. It, it was very funny. He was like, damn, on the first one, huh? <laughs> and I was like, I mean, you know, <laughs> I went kind of in order. Um, no, but uh, yeah, he was very supportive. He loved it. Um, Ricky loved it. He was like proud, but Ricky was like, why did I get the worst line? And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, everyone else's line is so nice. And mine is like, man, f*** him. He's trash. I was like, no, I could have said that. I could have said, well, some songs about Ricky. Never mind, he's trash. I was like, I could have said that. That would have really But I didn't. Nice. I said, now I listen and laugh. Because it didn't work out. I remember that song and you sending me the song that he was in there. James Dean, Look in His Eye. That was about him, wasn't it? Moonlight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember Good that. times, Victoria. Remember that? Man. Remember that phone call? <laughs> remember that sleepover? I left Tommy and Victoria at, at, at like something in the morning and came back at 10 a.m. and Peter was there laying strings. <laughs> yeah. We've had some very crazy times. But no, everyone has been, um, everyone that I am still in touch with has been very supportive of it. Hey friends, sorry for the interruption, but if you're considering going back to school, you should ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Two, do you have college credits that you need transferred? Three, do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 150 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree that you want on campus from wherever you are, totally on your schedule. That's awesome. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits, so it's easy. If you want more information, text Zach, Z-A-C-H, to 35517. That is Zach to 35517, so you can learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates. And you ready for this? you also find out why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. That's, like, really impressive. Like, uh... Like, honestly, I kind of want to go back to school. 
learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU online degree programs, text Zach to 35517. That is Z-A-C-H to 35517. Okay, let's get back to this interview. Zach Sancho. Hardest song on this album to write, to complete Mm. the writing of, not even the recording. I was going to say Ghost Didn't Sucked. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Ghost Didn't Sucked. At Ghost first? Didn't, yeah, Ghost Didn't was something that I had started with Max and Savin and Ilya, and we didn't finish it, and then uh, a few weeks later, Victoria and I came back to it. And it was just like... I don't think we even finished it. I think there's just two verses and then strings, because yeah. we were like, it's just not... It's just, yeah, got No go. one's saying anything. We're like, we can't say anything else. But, um, yeah, probably that one, just because it's super emo and whatever. Um, It's a lot. It's, like, too much, actually. I was literally begging Scooter to take it off, and he was like, you're thinking too hard now. This is special, and you should share it with everybody. And I was like, I'm just going to let go. I wanted to take a couple things off the album, but I ended up just keeping most of them. What lyric and ghost in connects with you the most? Probably all of them. Probably all of them. What was the hardest to put in a song? I think the second verse. Okay. Second verse was really hard. When you're making that decision, you obviously talk to these guys. Are you pushing her to put that record on even though she says or has pushed back? No. doesn't want to? No, whatever she wants goes. You know, like, it's her art, it's her story, and it's, like, really important that she feels comfortable with everything, but also free and, like, liberated, but whatever she says. Yeah, Scooter was the one. (laughs) Yeah, Scooter's probably (laughs) like, you're crazy. Why why do you think he wanted to push for it? What was it that he saw in it? Well, because it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's my mom's favorite. And it is is really beautiful. I think it's just, uh, it's just, like, you know, I don't listen to that one. What song do you listen to the most? I think I listen to all the other ones. Except for Ghost Town. Yeah. What is that about for you? Okay. <laughs> next. Got it. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. <laughs> Hardest song to record. Your vocals on this are insane, and I'm going to start going oh, track thank by you. track. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> it was drunk the entire time we made this out. I'm not kidding. Is that how you vocal produce the best? I don't know. I don't it, remember anything. I, I shit you not. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we had a lot of fun. It was just like... Boys in one room producing, girls in the other, writing, singing, comping, producing each other. Y'all are all, all the backgrounds are Victoria and Taylor, which makes me so happy because like hearing them in it is like makes me feel like the experience, you know? Yeah, they were there. It reminds me of the time. Like, yeah. Is that the coolest part about having your music almost match life? That you can listen to a body of work or an album and really be transported back to... Yeah, definitely this past couple of years I have captured. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like between Sweetener and Thank You Next, I think those I'll never be able to like forget certain things because they were just like so specific. Also, Dangerous Woman and My Everything too. Do you, how do you view music and life? Do you view them as two separate things or are they almost one and the same? They're one and the same to me. And music is all I really am here for. Like it's all I really care about. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I mean, other than, like, y'all. But, like, it's, like, you know what I mean? I I view them as the same thing because it's not work to me. Like, it's, like, I end up 
at the studio bothering them and imposing on their sessions. I took you with literally me last night. Yesterday. Every night, literally, I just end up bothering them and just I end up in the studio. I felt really badly last night because I couldn't keep my mouth shut. I was like sitting in the corner in Zara's session and just enjoying her singing and she sounded beautiful and I love what y'all wrote. It was amazing. And um, I was like, try this. And like adding harmonies and I was like, Ariana, you're not supposed to be here. Have a life outside of this. I was like, also like, Ariana, what if Zara doesn't want you helping contribute and adding harmonies to her record? I was like, Ariana, leave. Why are you stalking these people? Like, just go home and stop. It's music. I just want to be around music all the time and around them. It's... It's really just you guys. It's not actually... I don't really show up at anyone else's sessions just because. Is there a, a trait that all of these people so close to you share? Yeah, authenticity and like fun and just like realness and kindness and caring and funniness I, you know it's just a really good group of people I see that in all of you and you guys have been through so much together no clout chasing birds here Ooh. goodbye cool. thank you, you know? Cool. <laughs> everybody's just real bloodline I don't want you in my bloodline you scared me. I thought you were talking to someone below the desk and you said, bloodline. I'm whispering to myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hello. <laughs> bloodline. I can't continue my bloodline without hooking up with somebody. Uh, bloodline. Oh. Really yes. powerful record. Starts with Nona. Does yes. that record start with that soundbite or does it come afterwards? Starts. Got it. Yeah, it starts with Nona. Because she's instilling wisdom. Mm-hmm. Serving it up hot. She actually was talking about a hearing aid in that <laughs> audio. She was talking about a hearing aid and while she can't find anything to satisfy her, like leave, because my mom's like, you need a f-ing hearing aid. And Nona's like, Joan, she's like, I can, I don't like it. I can't find something to satisfy me. Ugh. <laughs> and like my mom was driving her crazy. And she, <laughs> so that's what that audio was about. But I was like, this kind of applies to my life. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to stick it at the beginning of Bloodline. Also because Nona is the queen and the matriarch of the Bloodline. And Truth. So, yeah. I mean, you got a pretty cool... It applies. Very much so. Yeah. I had no idea it was about a hearing aid, and it really it hit me. Well, I, 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 I broke through that fourth wall for you. <laughs> Thanks. You're going you're gonna to think of that every time now. You have a valuable bloodline. People want to be a part of it, right? Thank you. You know, it's worth something to sell. I don't many. think I like the word bloodline I'm discovering right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Every time you say, you're like, you have a valuable bloodline. I figure, I like, I, I, I picture like my house having like a oh. big stockpile of blood in the frozen like chamber <laughs> next to Lafayette's bed. <laughs> Naturally. But really, it's. I'm ex- not funny. Go on. Exclusive <laughs> stuff here. Do you have a different filter today than you did before, before you tr- even consider somebody? To even come close to the bloodline? Well, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, it's it's closed for renovation. Got it. Until further notice. <laughs> Until further notice. <laughs> yeah, but it makes sense. But I'm sure one day when that conversation, when I'm ready to reapproach that part of life. Your. That'll be a serious consideration. Will be hmm, who do I want in my bloodline, Max Martin? Yeah. <laughs> who deserves it? Like hmm, Savin, who do we want in my bloodline? <laughs> fake smile resonated with me though, because I feel like I fake a smile rather often. Like right now with me? No. Oh, okay, not good. With you. <laughs> good. I can stare at you and 
without a smile and be okay. Okay, good. Yeah, um, it's definitely um, something that sucks to do. Yeah, everybody's had to do it at one point in their life. Mm-hmm. It happens. Make up. Funky production on that, bro. Funky production. It's nice, right? Yeah, I like it a lot. Talk to me about it. <laughs> it's cool. How did that start? Like, where did that come from? Can Mikey from? and Scooty sit here? Yeah, come on up. Mikey and Scooty. Because everyone is, like, in here, but them. They're, are you asleep back there? So talk to me. You hey. got, you got had a hand in makeup, yes? Am I wrong in that? We're jump yeah. cutting to a shot that is wider with the boys of Social House. <laughs> Mikey, Scooty. Yep. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like ready to do a weather report right now. Uh, or do yeah. your school announcements. I wish there was like a the green screen and I could like <laughs> really relax. In Texas. <laughs> Look very natural. This is this is where you thrive. Can we break down makeup? Because the production is really unique. I've never heard anything like that. My mom doesn't like that song. Why? What, what? Because well she likes the sound of it, obviously, but it just like is kind of masochistic. Okay. How so? Because it's like, ooh, yeah, we're fighting and it's hot. I hate it. But I love it. It's like my favorite song, but it's also like, let's not let that be a thing in your life again. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't love it when we make up. Is it your- let's stick to our guns here and respect ourselves. That's how my like subconscious has been talking to me since that. <laughs> I literally been listening to it in the car and I'm like, oh, God, I love the song, but I hate myself. You know what I mean? But that's the reminder. <laughs> I'm like, oh, f- this record is so good, but also like I hate that part of myself. But, but it's but it bangs though. But it's listening but it, to it and putting in music that kind of prevents you from doing it again. It's like over like <laughs> hearing on repeat a cautionary tale. <laughs> am I am I crazy in saying that? That you're just reminded of like every you know what you did wrong, so you don't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. The production. Who's, <laughs> who started that? Because I'm really hooked on that. Um, it was a kid. Um, that's a part of our team. He's from Texas. His name is Malik. And uh, he was sending me ideas at the time, and I was like, <laughs> this idea is, like, super sick. Because it's funky. Like, there's, I mean, it, it, it's really unique in the sound. I've never heard anything like it before. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. He's, like, very Pharrell-inspired so, and talented, so. You guys take a track like that. Do you add anything to it, or is it good as is? And then you Daniel, just- did you get your call that you just got? <laughs> okay. I didn't care who it was. I just wanted to say Daniel. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep going, Zach. Sorry. Do you add anything to it once you get that re- that production from Texas? Um, I think what we do <clears throat> a lot of times when we produce is we take the song, and it doesn't matter if it's ten people there. Everybody tries something. If it's the best parts, we put it in there. It's no. It's like this favoritism. It's like let's all get together and make it the best it can be, and not. It's a collaborative puzzle, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. And you don't. There's no egos in the room, right? You have to leave the egos at the door in order to do that. We don't work with anybody that is crazy egos. Yeah, no. At all. And when we do, it's like thank you next. You know, this is the last time. Yeah. yeah, one and done. We just hang with our real friends. <laughs> That's an inside joke. That's an inside joke. Oh, Somebody man. said that to us one time. Can I tell a story? Yeah, can, I please, can I please? Can I please? Can I please? I'm not yes. going to name a name, but can I say it? And we can cut it out if you guys tell me after this that we have to cut it out. No, no, oh my it. God, please, can I? Please yeah. do. We're playing Monopoly. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Off to a bad start. Yeah. <laughs> We're playing Monopoly. This was like how many years ago? Like, it was like two. Two and a half years ago, three. 
something like that. We're playing Monopoly. Mikey is doing really well with the Reds. He had the, the Red Monopoly. Going crazy. And I had every other Monopoly on the board. I had literally every other property there is to have, and no one was landing on anything. Yeah, because you somehow own. they would they would land they would roll forty fives every time and just right go right back around to the Reds. <laughs> and he was rolling in the dough. Anyway, that has nothing to do with the story. I'm still bitter about it though. It's important. Um, mm. The first person out was one of the people that we like used to hang out with and work with. And um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you can cut this out. I'm so sorry. Go. And um, he was like, whatever. I'm going to go hang with my real friends. <laughs> and we were all like, what the we were like, whoa, is it that serious? And he did. And he left. And he hangs. And he hung with his real friends. And that's how I discovered who my real friends were. <laughs> and that's how everyone here discovered who was a real friend. Monopoly really brings the best and worst out in people. Oh, I don't play. Is it because it's you and The dance? only people who will play anymore are me and Aaron. <laughs> and Aaron will alone it. play together for seven hours. <laughs> yeah, no. It makes or breaks people. Yeah, that's not... We're, back to the music. I'm sorry. Sorry, I love talking about the people I love so much. I get really carried away and I don't stop. Please reel me in. Go on. No, it's really special. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's... I think that's a rarity, right? Like, to, to find somebody as appreciative as you, as an artist. And I'm not gonna lie, like, there's a lot of artists that come and hang out here and none of them ever bring their writers or producers or any of the people they collaborate with. And we have people in here all the freaking time. It's Art special. This is like... This is different, though, because it's like my family. That I was just going to say that. But that's how real this album means to you, but also to everybody in this room. Man. Yeah. I know I'm in good hands because Taylor slept over a couple times, and she does not like sleeping over because I sleep with Piggy Smalls, and I sleep with my dogs, and they're loud, and she doesn't like it. <laughs> right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's really That funny. pig was in the bed. She said, oh, boop. <laughs> Piggy started like crawling up and Taylor was like, like I'm so upset and scared. That's hilarious. Needy is a beautiful record. Those strings hit Thank me. Like, like it gave me goosebumps. Mm. Can we talk about the beginning uh, of that song, The Origin? Who, who came up with it? Who noticed what in Ariana? What was it? Taylor, right? Yeah, Taylor just went in the booth one time and just went off with melodies. And then it was like, and you that's were like, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then the lyrics just flowed because she was saying Needy from the way beginning. Yeah, I remember her like yeah. laying vocals, and Needy was always like in there, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Sorry, I have to stop making that face." Because last time I was on the show, I made that face a lot, and then I had to see it online a lot, and I really <laughs> didn't like it. My eyes were like out of my head, and I was like, "I want to be less expressive." <laughs> <laughs> Needy. <laughs> is that record about you being needy or the people you're with being needy? Me being needy. Do you feel like, were you able to acknowledge that in yourself moments when you were feeling needy? Yeah. Do they bring that up or do you realize it on your own? I think it's just, you know, something that you you listen to it and you feel it and it's there and it's, you know, something we all feel sometimes. I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's I always get loopy in this room after a certain amount of time because it's really hot in here. I, this happened last time we. This happened last time we did our interview too. We got really loopy halfway through. But the, yeah. Sorry, I won't get loopy this time. <laughs> well, to be fair. That yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a needy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need today that you didn't? What do you? What, what's different about your needs today than they were before? Well, it's all emotional need. 
it's all like wanting for healing and love and affection and like feeling, you know, good enough and special enough and wanting to fill that void is needy in that way, not like not like superficial greed. I understand that. Yeah. It's companionship almost, right? Yeah. It's want for love and affection. Everybody feels that. No matter how good you think somebody has it, everybody feels that. You know? Amen. Yeah. Amen. What lyric to you... We live in such a fake time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Nobody we live in truth. such a fucking phony, fake fakey, fakerson time where people are so funny, like on Instagram and everything, and it's just like... You know what I mean? It's just like... Between filters... It's so rare. It's, it's just like, you know... It's nothing... Nobody's Everybody in reality. Everybody just wants the same thing. Everybody just wants to like feel appreciated and loved and snuggled and approved of and celebrated and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that adds to the power of this album, right? Because it, it is. I you you're know, so good at tying it back in when I go off the rails. Thank you. I, I talk highly about the other albums, but this album is the most honest, and it does sound. I mean, I see you the same way I see myself in, in different records. I see you. Like I, 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 I feel it. I understand it because it's so, so reality that it's, it's kind of crazy almost. You know what I mean? It's like it's as real sure. as it gets in a time where everything is fake and everything's covered up with a, a caption or a filter or exactly what you want to see and what you want people to see. But you've kind of opened up almost all of it. Well, thank you. I've opened up as much of it as I can, I think. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> wide open. But I also think that's why people Ooh, escape sorry. That, that gave me chills. <laughs> I don't like wide open. Okay. Oh. Sorry, that, gives, that made me nervous. That made me pass out. But I think that's why people connect to your music. Because in, a, in an age where so much is fake, this music is still real. Thank right? You. And this music is legitimate. Well, it does say a lot to me that the biggest records came when they were made with people who know me the best. And, you know, they were so brutally honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. It does say something to me that, like, the world reacted in such a way when I've been doing this for five years and I've, you know, been putting out singles and doing all the perform the jingle balls in the world and all the things and all the red carpets I could possibly fit myself onto. And, you know, I, I met the first time I met Mikey, I was like crying in Tommy's garage because I was so tired from doing promo and like all this. And now we barely did anything. And other than just be honest and drop it when we wanted to. And the way it's gone over is a million times more than anything we've ever done before or I've ever done before. So I, it feels special to me and it just shows that I should feel, even though it is really scary, more comfortable being, I guess, you, whatever the I am. Yourself. No yeah. matter what it is, you're you. And it's authenticity. Sounds great. How'd you know this Sorry. album was finished? <laughs> How'd I know it was finished? Um, I don't know. I knew it was finished um, when we had enough songs, I guess. I was just like, wow, I love all of these so much. This is like an album, I guess. And then I got called the same people to the studio that I had just had there a month and a half prior to be like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. Please 
blah, 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 give me some time. And they were so respectful of that and wonderfully supportive of that. And they were like, please take time. I called the same people back like a month and a half later. And they were like, what? why are we here? And I was like, well, I want to play you an album. And Victoria, we made the little packets I always make, like little packets with like the it's so cute. song lists and whatever on it. Um, and some art. And they were like, for real? They were like, you have something to, like, that's crazy. <laughs> and they were all just like, what the f is, you're so weird. But okay, we'll put it out. <laughs> what? Thank you, Next Treatment wasn't the video, right? Video treatment was in we, the packet? Or no? I think that we did have it in there. We had so. the thank you next video treatment in the in the packet. And any nerves going in to pitch these people? Because a part of them could have said like, "Hey, you just released another album. We don't we don't need this right now." Or maybe you should go based on our schedule. I mean, yes, there was a bit of that because, of course, like when it comes to like the l label aspect of it, you're always like, "Ah, like what's the." that side of it going to be what's the business side yeah. of it going to be but um everyone at republic was really supportive and honestly just so glad that like my friends and i had done something to make it all better i guess that they were like we're here let's go it's real they were like let's make the video let's go it's healing is this the most you've seen music heal somebody Go close to that mic. Yeah, for sure. I think um, I think it was her willingness to be open and honest. And, like, it's very reflective of how she actually deals with pain. Like, even especially the third verse of Thank You Next. She texted me. She wrote it in the shower. And it's very... It's very her. She's like, at least this, God forbid something happens, at least the song is a smash, is like, <laughs> defined, like, defines her sense of humor in regards to like hard things. Um, so, yeah, I feel like her willingness to say things and be herself a million percent is like a huge reason why she's able to heal from it. You know, she didn't leave anything out of it. So. Tour. That's next. Is that crazy to think about? You're mm -hmm. going out on the road? We're all going. Everybody. I know you guys are opening. Social House. Yeah, yeah. Going to be on the road. How's this... Like, how do you pick a set list for a show like this? It's been... It's hard, man. Yeah, you have so many songs. I didn't realize. You, you have catalogs. <laughs> it's a lot. You, you're going to have a... a lot of songs. So how long is the set list? Are you going to try to cram it's in as... long. As much in as possible? It's long. <laughs> no, it's right now it's like uh, 30 songs, but it's like a lot of medleys and shit, so cool. we're cranking away, but it's weird because I didn't realize how little space there would be. So it's most of the two new albums and then some throwbacks, but not Bang Bang, don't worry. <laughs> I was very worried. I'm just kidding. I would protest. My fans just, that's a joke we have. Fashion in this, the vibe of this show. How is the? How are you going to bring Thank You Next to life? You're going to have to see. You know. Is it going to be darker? You'll see. Clouds. You'll see. There's always going to be clouds. Okay, good. Are you going to fly? No, I don't like that. <laughs> you know more. Can I hovering? be honest? <laughs> Can I be honest? Please. Every time I see that in a show, I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like. 
And I've done it. I didn't enjoy doing it either. Is it scary up there? No, it's not scary. I just want to sing my songs and stand there and do it. Like, I really like, you know, like, I really just want to have a good time and sing my songs. Like, I'm not the best dancer. I just want to sing. I want to be there. I want to hit my mark, do my choreo, like, feel good in it. The twins make me feel amazing in all of the combinations they give me and I, they know that I'm like insecure about that like I feel like it's not my biggest strength so they make me feel great they make me feel wonderful I just want to sing and do a great job and be full out and I don't want to fly ever you know I don't I, when I was like coming out of that chandelier I got caught so many times <laughs> I got caught like and I was like boy you made me feel so lucky I like didn't know how to get out like I literally was like I'm stuck I, I it scares me. It's too much. I have too much anxiety. It makes me nervous. Even when I see other people doing it, I don't like it. I'm like, are you okay? Like, all I think the whole time is like, how are you doing? That was me the first time I saw you. Well, the first two or three times I saw both shows when you were flying. I was very nervous. It also, I just want to see you sweat. and believe you. That, and that's the you thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, cloud. I don't need you to have a million dollar pair of floating somethings holding you in the air. You know what I mean? That doesn't make a great performance to me. I just think it's a lot of money. Tell your story. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to... Sh I'm no. not shading anything. I You're just not. think it's like... I know people love that shit. People love that shit. And that's why people don't like my shows. What, what are you talking about? I think that's crazy. I think people love your shows. And they're amazing. Top to bottom. Outstanding. Thank I you. really... They're the best concerts <laughs> I've ever been to. Maybe I'm biased, but whatever. Um, Thank you. Uh, the heels, uh, watching you rehearse over the past like couple weeks for it, you rehearse in these crazy... Can you like tell everybody the technique? Because Technique? The heels you rehearse in are the biggest possible heels one could buy. Well, yeah, I don't I have a choice. Yeah, but... but I'm like five... Something? Five. five. I'm just five. But No, I'm five too. But you don't even know if those are going to be the heels that you end up performing day. in, right? I don't, know, But I do know that I'm always going to have a platform. So you go to the most painful heel... No, those are better for me. Really? Yeah, I don't like the low ones. They look so intense. How's fashion okay. going? How's for what? The fashion for this tour. Fashion? I, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll be wearing clothes. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> you know? I was I'll very for sure worried. be wearing clothes. Be weird if you weren't, man. Or not. I don't know. You know me. I just like to sing. I don't really... I'm just like, cool, law. Just put something on me and I'll go. Thank you, Next. That is the album. That is the album. Uh, break up with your boyfriend, break up with your girlfriend, <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> that's Both a, work. How does that title come to be? I was in the car and I was like, that's funny, that should be a song. And then I was in the car conveniently on the way to a session. And so we wrote it really quickly. Started just like that? Yeah. I was just like, that'd be a really funny song. I'm sorry. Is I just want to have fun with music and just like make people smile and laugh. You're doing it. Everybody takes everything so seriously. That's not the... You know what I mean? That's not the vibe with... Now, what did you learn from making Thank You Next? What I learned from making Thank You Next? Yeah. Um, um, I, think, I think one of the most important lessons learned just based on how people have reacted to the music and how it's felt to make the music... It's just to, I guess, kind of listen to my instincts a little more when it comes to these things. I think I have a pretty good... Um, idea of what I want to sound like and say to people. And sometimes I can be persuaded to pick different singles or let other voices get in my head. But, um, 
you know, this has been kind of the like catalyst moment for me where I'm like, oh, maybe I should be giving these chances to myself instead of everybody else again and again and again. And that works for personally and also music, like my gut in both departments. Like, Trust your gut. Yeah. And that's mutual. It's really nice. It's the right way to be. How do you deal with being under such an intense microscope all the time? Um, it's really wild. I um, Sometimes it takes a really crazy toll on me, and I'll be really sad for like a couple of days in a row when I read something that makes me feel awful um, because I am such an extreme like purist when it comes to people like I want everyone to be my friend and I like desperately love and want to hug everyone I encounter like literally like literally I'm like wow I wish everyone would come over for dinner right now and never leave I've had that since I was a little girl like my mom always said like Ariana that like gotta like let it end like you gotta let it the Chipolones go home at some point you know what I mean like I I just I want to like take everyone in as like a love hostage does that make sense Mm -hmm. and um that's the most that's for sure the most poetic thing I've ever said but anyway um I want to just like make friends with everyone and love everyone so it, it takes a toll on me emotionally because I want people to get that and I understand that not everyone knows me at all I probably wouldn't like me if I only knew what the world knows of me or reads of me because like half of it is bull and the half of it's true is like videos of me like touching my hair and like being like a polished pop star girl and I'm like ew like f*** you <laughs> I see my shit that I make and I'm like that's crazy I'm like my job is stupid didn't I say that yesterday <laughs> I said that yesterday when I was watching the behind the scenes with Fredo and um, these boys at the studio I was like wow I, I'm kind of an <laughs> I was like looking at it and I was like I have the dumbest job in the world it was me being like, go for a soda to booth. And I was like, that's so googly and pretentious. I hope I don't come off like that. So I don't know. I, I guess I just, I, it's hard for me to accept that like literally no one actually knows me at all. And that that it has to just be like water off the thing because it's not actually an attack on me, the person. It's an attack on Ariana, the like thing that like mm-hmm. isn't actually me, the f- which is weird because it is kind of actually me now. So it's like kind of both. They morphed into one another? It's kind of weird because it's like, uh, yeah, I forget that I'm like, you know. But you spend a lot of time on Twitter. I'm sure I do. like as much Every as like you I like to interact. I start my day going to talk to my fans. I'm sorry. I yeah, was well, I was going to say as much as you want to interact with your fans, I'm sure there's tons of negative stuff on there. Yeah, so it's kind of like a very uh, conflicting thing for me because I love starting my day by going on and talking to them because they're funny as f- and they're sweet and kind and amazing. And I, I'm i actually sad they're not here right now because last time we had so much fun, but also like we, this, that was like a lot and I don't want to do that to you guys again. <laughs> I literally, we had like a party party here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am like surprised that this building is still standing after that night. Our was, sleepover party with my fans. It was the only party I've ever thrown. Yeah. Um, that was the first party. No. Um, but yeah, it's like a, it's like a tough kind of line to walk because I don't want to let that diminish how beautiful the internet is as well. Like it's trash, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like there's a lot of bull but I want to be a person that's like strong enough and okay enough to be like but I want to go talk to the people that also make me happy and are also such a huge contributing factor to my joy and like such a beautiful part of my life I don't want that to I do have to take breaks every now and then but I I, I love talking to them I really do like it makes me laugh it's balance right at the end of the day Mm-hmm. It is balanced, but I'm super fragile. I wish I weren't. Like, I'm such a cancer. Like, my mom was like, you're a... Wow. My mom's like, you're... How are you, my daughter? I'm like, mom. She's like, who the f- cares? I'm like, mom, I'm not you. Like, I'm not, like, tough as nails yet. I'll get there. Will people learn more about you from listening to this album? Probably. What do you want people to learn about you from listening to it? Oh, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just, now I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking about how many people are going to stream it, and I'm like, I'm like, wow, that's kind of scary. Do you? You can't just listen and have a good time. Lose yourself, find yourself. Yeah. Dance to it. Yeah, and then one day you'll probably bump into me at a Starbucks or a Whole Foods. <laughs> say what up. Be cool. Give, grab a hug. <laughs> don't don't like startle me. No. Uh, but come get a hug. And maybe you'll be a love hostage. <laughs> Don't like scare me. I'm so easily scared. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like a thousand I memories. I scared just... myself like five minutes ago while this was going on. <laughs> All the success. There's so much going on, right? This camera just scared me. Oh, I'm sorry. I turned around and I didn't know what to expect. How do you, how do you, do you seek validation for your art, right? Whether that's through chart success or sales or... <laughs> Like, what is it? What? Sorry, Victoria just made me. <laughs> what? I just don't think so. She <laughs> says what she wants, like, and greatly. And that's you validating know? enough. Yeah, it's just for her. Like, if she likes it, I feel like it doesn't matter if, like, the whole world does. It's just, like, she she with it and she, like, puts it out, you know? So, do we care about things like... I almost started crying. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you Aww. care about things like a Grammy or like a, I mean, it could be anything. It could be number ones to you actual know, trophies. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of, <clears throat> oh my God, <laughs> hold on. I just cleared my throat and I almost passed out. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm back. Cool. I don't know what that was. I told you, man, I scared myself. <laughs> I cleared my throat and I thought someone else's. I, like was doing it for me. I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's I'm really. Sorry. That's a scary thought. <laughs> Think about that. That whole boots that popped out of the chips. <laughs> she was trying to say hi to you, and she startled you. Like one of those moments. When was I'm that? Not... Which time was that? Oh my god! She was like, I almost passed like... out. <laughs> nah, but she was on. That was crazy. That really scared me for <laughs> like with good reason. Yeah. That wasn't me being sensitive. No. That was. She insensitive. her head out of the chip. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was looking at the Mary's crackers, and then your face was there yelling at me. It startled me, but she was very nice. Sorry. Do I? What was the question? Do I care about things like Grammys or number no, one? Was that we, question? Do we put weight in things like a Grammy or no, the amount of number ones? I really try not to, and I'll tell you why. With all due respect to the Recording Academy, I respect them so greatly, and to Billboard whom I also respect so greatly. I don't, I didn't come into this business being driven towards things like that. Like I just wanted to sing. 
All I ever wanted to do was sing and write and perform and dance around and make music. I've loved singing my entire life since I was able to talk, I was able to sing. That's all I ever wanted. So I, I never really gave a f I never wanted to do photo shoots. I never wanted to do red carpets. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. All Literally, <laughs> my pants. Hate it. Every picture's ugly. Take me home. I can't be here. I just want to sing. All I want to do is be in a room with the lights off and sing. And that's all I've ever wanted. Um, I'm honored to be acknowledged. I'm honored to have had my first two number ones with my friends that are in this room. It's very exciting. It's very exciting when it happens. Yeah. It really is. And I'm not going to pretend like it's not because it is. And it's wonderful. It's a really great feeling. But I don't like that getting, becoming something that's like of importance because it's not. It doesn't make me any greater of an artist or lesser of an artist because all of my favorite albums don't have Grammys. All of my favorite artists didn't have Grammys or number ones for... Actually, I don't think any of my favorite artists have number ones except Madonna. Yeah, I was going to say, how many number ones does Imogen Heap have? None. Yeah. The, I think the closest she came to it was because Jason Derulo featured Hide and Seek, sampled Hide and Seek, and it that's like not even my favorite song of hers. Hide and Seek is one of my favorite songs in the world, but of hers, I, I love her whole entire discography equally. Number like one, even the songs she wrote for her baby scout. Number ones in a Grammy doesn't make a good record or not. It doesn't. I don't think so because at home, as a viewer watching the Grammys every year, I'm always like, what? Literally every year, I'm like, what the? F I always, I always am rooting for my favorite albums. Yeah. And I know that people at home feel the same way. And I know that when I win a Grammy one day, people at home are gonna be like, man. F that album and her and her ponytail so it's fine I don't think it makes or breaks anything I think that there there is music that feels good to people and there is music that doesn't and I think that it's very nice to be honored by the Recording Academy but I think that it's um, something that I don't want to be too become too important to me because I at the end of the day my favorite music doesn't none of none of my favorite albums or songs or artists really have Grammys there's a lot of people who put beyond a lot of weight on the Grammy, and a lot of the a lot of people I know kind of their career and their music weighs in the balance of if they're going to get a Grammy or not, or that if they're going to get nominated or not. The, 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 I kind of question why you do it then. Who? You, why, not why you, I, but no who does it? people who people who feel like they need a Grammy or a nomination to continue. Of course, because it's a very it's a very please. It's a Grammy. It's a huge thing. I'm just saying I don't want it to be like the driving force in what I'm creating. But, I want my driving force in what I'm creating to be how it makes me feel. What is this going to do for my soul? How is this going to make other people feel? And how, when I'm 90, am I going to feel looking back on this? Am I going to wish I had sung that differently? Or is it, you know, I, that's really like, I don't, I, I don't want to go to begin with. <laughs> I don't like going to things. It's, I don't. Oh my god! It's the lead up my anxiety. Stress. Oh my god! I know. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Also, I'm so bad at like red carpets. Is there a record from this album that you're excited <laughs> to play your kids one day? Sorry, I'm laughing at myself thinking about how oh, bad I've been on red carpets. I'm not. When you were t talking about it before, I got flashbacks to like early, early red carpets, like one of the like one of the first ones, like. Uh, 
I don't know. There was one where your skirt blew up. Do you remember that? The macaroon dress. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember that. The Teen Choice Awards. Something like that. With my macaroon dress. I was I I enjoyed that one actually because I was younger and I had less trauma and people were less mean because I was younger and no one really knew me. Back to music. Mm. Is there a record from this album that you're excited to play your kids one day? Nah. I just want my kids to like discover it when they want to. I hope my kids f with me so much as a mom that they're like, Yeah, my mom sings or whatever. You're, you're like a, a afterthought. Yeah, like I want them to just be like, yo, my mom's a sh-. I think she sings, you know? <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're cool before your voice. <laughs> I like you. Thanks for hanging, like Scooty. Oh. oh, sorry. <laughs> I love you too. I love you. <laughs> I like you too, Scooty. <laughs> Zach, I'm really blind. <laughs> you were looking at me. You were looking over there. <laughs> you don't do, do you, you really don't do contacts. I mean, you do no. mostly, but you wear big glasses. Nah. If I'm honest, I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> You're Ed in the mode glasses. I'm good, man. Eh. I've seen enough. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you record, I remember going to the studio once and you were cutting vocals. Do you you still cut vocals in the darkness? Complete darkness. Mm-hmm. What is it about the darkness? Is it like the lack of every other sense? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I've done it as long as I can remember. What is it about the darkness, uh, Mikey? It's, it's, it sounds like evil. It sounds evil. Put, what is it? Put it that, sounds culty. Put the mic It sounds so culty. super culty. To say, like... We're actually super culty, and it scares me. When we got these tattoos, I was like, this is too culty, I think. Like, yeah, no, we got the rings. We've got the tattoos. You're doing a good job, because all I want to do is get a tattoo now for you Tiny Grill. realize when you're making music together that the whole world's waiting for it? No. No. Not even a thought, I don't think. No. At all. It's just us in the moment. Never once. And then we're like, oh, people are kind of, actually the one moment when, it's because Taylor has the brain that thinks proactively and like me and Victoria are all just water. Like we're all, like everyone here is just water and like emotional and just like super emotional. And Taylor's like, yo, so this, (laughs) so they're going to hear this and they're going to freak out. Like if you put them names, it's going to be a thing. Does that sound anything like Taylor? Not really. Yeah. No, not really. Thank you so like, much. That was nice of you. It doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> but no, Taylor has the like, she's the smarter one. We're all kind of just creative. But you have to shut that off, though, because obviously social media and the internet is a big part of everybody's daily life. Yeah. You need to put that away before you enter the studio to not think that anybody's waiting for it. Nah. No? It doesn't. It's like two separate things. Also, we were very drunk. So we we weren't thinking about that, really. Facilitator of the function. Facilitator of the function. You guys really that drunk the whole time? It Uh, was consistent. I can speak for myself (laughs) and say it's a blur. Thank you to Champagne. It was very nice. Class. Um, Yeah. Ariana got me on Champagne, actually. Rico. I don't advise it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Don't drink champagne. No, no, no. I just mean like the way we were kind of like going Don't in. Don't drink too much champagne. Don't drink every day. Just that one time in life. Balance yeah. and moderation. Facilitator of the function. I just realized. What? We drink every night. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We went to white wine last night. That's a rarity. That was really rare. Yeah. Zach and I had white wine. It was good. Really All of us sugary. had white wine. I can't handle it. The, 
that's what existed. Facilitator of the function. Yes. You, can you define that for me? Because I feel like that is your role throughout a lot of this. For well, sure. <clears throat> that's like your, that's, yeah, go on. Sorry. Well, for me, it's like, I'm about a good time. Like, regardless of what we do, even if we go through bad times. So, like, let's live it up every day. So that's the facilitator night. of the function, li- making sure everybody's living it up? Yeah, live your life. Like, have fun. Have a good time. Oh, you have the best job in the world. Very Tommy Brown thing. Dude. Like, people are too sad all the time. I get Like, it. if Mikey comes and says, I'm sad, I'm like, good luck. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go do something to change that. Facilitator of the function, Tommy there Brown. <laughs> I love it. It's a good title. Oh, did I tell you my thing that I'm obsessed with telling people now? Tell me. About my dynamic with Tommy being the same dynamic that my mom and Mike have. Break this down, please. It's my favorite thing to tell people, and I, it's so annoying because the only person who likes it is me. <laughs> I like it, too. But you know Mike Chipalone? Yes. <laughs> for the viewers at home, Courtney Chipalone's dad. Um, a good man. A great man. A man with integrity. My grandpa's best friend, <laughs> who he hired when he was like 18. He was like the golf caddy person at the golf course at the country club that my grandpa belonged to. And um, my grandpa... Was like he was like, Mr. Grandy, I'm not gonna work here anymore. I don't know if I'll see you ever again. And my grandpa was like, Why? He was like, Well, I gotta look for another job. And Mike was like, He was like, Well, do you know anything about engineering? And Mike was like, No. And my grandpa was like, well, I'll teach you, just because he liked him. That's- so my grandpa gave him a job, and he worked for my grandpa the for his like whole life, professional life. And then he became best friends with my mom, which is where me and Tommy come in, because. My mom also worked for my grandpa's company, and now my, now it's my mom's company. And it was just kind of like this dynamic where, like, my mom and Mike were always, like, working together and going on, like, funny work trips. And then they had kids, and now we spend every Christmas, like, the Grandes and the Chipolones, like, the Grandes and the Chipolones. And I'm like, we go on trips together, and we work together, and we have, like, the same exact dynamic as my mom and Mike do, actually, kind of, like, when you see their humor and stuff. Everyone thinks this is so boring. No, but, but that's I think exciting. it's so fascinating to watch how, like, your life... Mimics? Beca- like... Yeah, you 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 kind of recreate what you're around. Yeah, it's really kind of beautiful. And the Victoria was like, "Who am I?" <laughs> and I said, "Aunt Judy." Yeah, that Isn't that cute? Sense. Yeah. Like if I'm my mom, I'm like a watered yeah. down my mom. I'm like a very watered down Joan. Less black and not as hard. Not as hard. Yeah. Less black. Yeah. More gray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very gray. But yeah, and I was like, she said Judy to my Joan. But and he's the mic to my Joan. It's cool to see that. Like, I think we're all in that phase right now where you, you've reached a point where you, you're mature enough to understand. The, when you look back at your life, you can understand all the different pieces and you can start like connecting dots, right? You can see yourself in your parents. You can see yourself in things that happen in the way, yeah. just what you grew up around. Yeah. And you can see what great things you've carried on. And then you can also see the not so great things that you're like, wow. I don't want to continue that. <laughs> like, I definitely don't want to bring that into my adulthood and be the, that way. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's like, no offense, but it's just like you learn from your parents and the people around you, you know? You take the good, your you family. learn from the bad. Yeah. Professional and personal kind of weave together and there's no, there's the right separation, but it's kind of one and the same because then you enjoy what you do and nothing ever will feel like work if you're doing it with people you care about and you love. And I mean, dude, you, you guys are living life together. You're woven together both professionally and personally. It's yes. pretty sweet. 
You love it? It's important. I love it. What's the best what's the best thing that's happened to the both of you since Seven Rings? Besides the fact that y'all are way wealthier now than ever before. <laughs> uh you wanna take it away? I I just think to me, what's, what's great is that the bond that I have with my friends and the things that we can do and the things we can laugh about. Like, it was like, <laughs> like last night, I was like talking to Drake and it was like, yeah, we got the record now. Right. <laughs> like, it's For like, streams? wow. Yeah. Oh, Which record, Tommy? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it happened a couple times. So. Ah! <laughs> Lost track. <laughs> it's okay. He'll break it tomorrow. <laughs> but I, I just think it's you important. You said that. Don't give him no. Don't give him any ideas, man. <laughs> we on one right now. Wow. I Kidding. just think it's good that like the bond that we all have is so strong, and we all got each other's back. Like it's like. Yeah, you see what they said about her online. It's like, and I'm calling people she don't even know. I'm like, hey, hold on. That's my family, just so you know. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's not what anybody knows, but. Goosebumps, dude. Goosebumps. Because it's rare. This is so cool. Yeah, it's like, I guess for like, for people it'd be like, if all your friends applied for the same job, and y'all all got the job and work yeah. at the place at the same time and you're just having fun but like getting promoted at the same time. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Dude. Yo, I have, yo, Thank- have you ever seen The Office? Yeah. yeah. I haven't, but I feel like it would be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> You must watch The Office. Mm-hmm. At least a couple episodes. Oh, episodes. I love Steve Carell, man. Worth your time. What's he doing? Where is he? Uh, couple uh, boy. Uh, he's in a movie with Timmy Timothy Chalamet. Cool. Do you know him, Timothy Chalamet? I met him once. I he said Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know him. Charlemagne the God. He's in a movie with Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy's great. I don't know him, but he's beautiful. Coachella. Mm. You excited? I'm very excited. Anybody on that set list that you're like, hey, this could create a really cool moment if maybe we joined forces and did something at Coachella? Well, I definitely want to do um, Break Your Heart Right Back with Childish Gambino. Hell but, yeah. Um, they're performing at Coachella, too. <laughs> Same day as me. Social House. That's going to be crazy. Dude, I've never been. So- Very Peace so good. Can I just say that? Sorry. They have to put it out, but it's so good. I literally listened to it in the car so loud that it scares me when I plug my phone back in and it starts playing again. <laughs> it startles me. There, is the record called Haunt You? What? Is, is the song Haunt You, is that what it's called? Yes. I love it. That's very, bro. It's a really Thank great you. record. I like that song a lot, like a whole lot. It's beautiful. And your vo- I think it's your vocals. They come in a little bit later in the record? Who, who comes he's in? first. I'm he's first. In and then we just yeah, we, the way you uh, morph together is, Mikey sings the verse he sings the pre he sings the hook got I mean, it yeah right yeah. yeah yeah, dude both of their tones are so different and it's like so perfect together how did the two of you meet jail really no I'm just uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> remember the friend who uh, went to hang with his real friends yeah the real friend oh yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. we knew him oh. he knew Tommy he was our friend he, he was, was our friend. He was our friend, but not your real friend. And yeah. so, yeah. 
So he introduced it's, it to you. Yeah, he introduced. Actually, Tommy was the first person I met when I moved to L.A. Moved to L.A., never been here. Met him first day, and he was like, yo, I like your stuff. Let's work together. Hold on. You met him the first day? Yeah, it was pretty weird. How? It was pretty fly. And he's from Pittsburgh, Never, and I'm from yeah. Pittsburgh. You both are from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah we're all from Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, it's a Pittsburgh thing. I almost yeah. said me too. He but lives like, a mile. Yeah. I got so excited. <laughs> I almost was like. He lives a mile same. away from yeah, him in Pittsburgh. Literally a mile away from my mom's house. I never met him. This is so universe and like cosmic. What the? Yeah. Hold, hold on. Honor, honorary Pittsburgh and honorary Pittsburgh. Just uh. throwing that out there today. <laughs> Just for today. Like, <laughs> There's good Pennsylvania energy in here. He's from North Wales. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Nice. This, it's fascinating how these all these pieces come together. And it's really, it's almost like it was meant to all fall into place and end up right here where we're at today. Yeah. Celebrating the release of... The universe has a plan. Always. But sometimes it's a really f***ing gnarly plan. But nonetheless... It still has a plan. Amen. I feel like that's where that's we should. That's the spaciest shit I ever said. That was beautiful. Uh, thank you. That really hit me. It's the truth. You guys are all. You meet him. The two of you know each other already. When did you two meet? Oh, uh, we, we dated. Yeah, we dated for six years. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And you were making music at the same time. And then, then she, she said, we, "Thank you." Next. <laughs> yeah, but we, you hung around. We were. We were trying to. Um, be the first person to do something big. Like, I was like, no, nah, there's no way she's going to do something bigger than me. And then we came together and we all collectively did the biggest thing. That any of us have ever done. Yeah. That's pretty. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You Aww. Drake. Or- <laughs> I love y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love y'all. They have the same birthday too. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah, I didn't have a birthday for six years. Oh, you know that. Yeah. Oh, shut up, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> May 1st. Oh, on May 2nd. Really? Yeah. You're a Taurus, and you're a Taurus. Taurus. And you are. Uh, He's crazy. I, I was on the line. I'm a Gemini. Uh, okay. Cancer. Yeah. When's your birthday? Taurus and Cancer. cancer. Are, are like May 14th. Cancer. My mom's a Cancer. Yeah. Where, well, aren't you on the cusp of Cancer, though? Uh, Nope. On the cusp yes. of Taurus. Oh, okay. Yeah, May 30th. So we're all just Cancers and Taurus? Yeah. Or just one cancer and all Taurus. Is that true? We're all cancer and Taurus. I'm the only cancer in this room, yeah. I, I wish Taurus. I knew the difference. Cusp. Yeah. Cusp. Me pretending I know anything about any other sign except cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. I know who f***s with me and it's Taurus. Yeah. That's crazy. Swag. Taurus yep. in the building. Wow. And Pisces. <laughs> Thank you, Next is the album. Everybody should listen to it. It deserves your ear a thousand <laughs> times over. It really does. What I'm do you, sorry. The segues are so funny. Yeah, they're pre- pretty harsh, I think. I'm sorry. What are you thinking, Dan? Well, I just want to know, after You're, everything you've been through, how are you today? Today is a good day. Perfect. I can't say that about tomorrow, because I don't know. Can't say that about an hour from now, because God knows. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But that's life. Um, I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm excited about this, and I'm happy when I'm with these people. And I'm very, very, very grateful to be okay and where I am. And um, I'm a very blessed person. Uh, yeah. Cool. So keep it grateful. Keep it cute. Beautiful. Thank you, Next. Put it in your ears. Deserves it. <gasps> Top to bottom. <laughs> Listen to it. <laughs> What just happened? I don't know. I, just, no, I just, I, I, we're, 
don't know. He said, put it in your ears. Me and Victoria both at the same time went like this. <laughs> Seriously, thank you, Nex. Listen to it. Anything else on your brain? No, Dan. What? Are you? You're not talking. I can't hear you. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I just want to say, like, this is cool because I forgot I was talking to, like a bunch of real successful people, and I forgot you were like Ariana Grande. Just felt like we were just talking like friends the whole time. Oh, good. I forget I'm Ariana Grande all the time. <laughs> <laughs> And most of the people in the room are friends. Yeah, we are. That's the that's the point. It's a good energy. Thank you. That's my favorite thing anyone's ever said to me. You're welcome. Please forget I'm Ariana Grande all the time, everyone. <laughs> I don't know if this is good for promo, but it was funny. What was it? Go. No, we don't. It doesn't matter. This is all just like sharing. Seven rings when you recorded as Julie Andrews at the end <laughs> oh my for God. a whole like minute. Do you have straight. that? Wait, what? Probably. I feel like he has it. He's. She's like. She had a whole moment where she recorded in Julie Andrews' voice and said like the craziest things. <laughs> She's like, hello. What Julie Andrews were you channeling? Like Princess Diaries or Mary Poppins? No, Sound of Music. <laughs> I don't know which one it was. It was definitely formal interview Julie Andrews. Oh. oh. Do you follow her Facebook page? <laughs> no. It was definitely the same Julie it's Andrews that runs that Facebook page. Oh. <laughs> it was like, hello, yeah. I'm Julie Andrews. <laughs> That's really good. You're listening Seven Rings. <laughs> it was like really- not that great, but we were all drunk and it was funny at that the time. That was hilarious. That was and really- we have like a recording somewhere of just like three minutes of me like drunkenly rambling as Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm. That deserves to see the light of day one day. I think it's funny. I, I think Julie Andrews should <laughs> see it. Man, that should have been the remix. Mm-hmm. Yo. <laughs> Put that in there. But Princess Diaries 3 is coming. Does that interest you? Does it interest me? Yeah, would you be in it? So you're like, you want to be a princess? I wouldn't ruin that. You don't want to ruin that with me. That's the thing is like, if you're going to do a part three, make sure it's with Julie Andrews and Anne Hathaway. You know what I mean? I think they're in too. You Good. Know. Leave me out. Okay, got it. I'll ruin it. Okay. I know my place. <laughs> it's nice. Um, it's like when people ask me, would you ever be in Harry Potter? I'm like, are you insane? Wicked? Is that different though? That's very different. Oh, that's very different. Yeah, that's very different. I'd do anything. Alphaba. I don't want to talk about it because I'm going to cry and like I, 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 yeah. I would do anything. I would do anything to play Elfie. I don't really have, I don't really have like many dream roles. I already got to play Penny, not cross that one off the list. Alphaba and Audrey in Little Shop. Those oh. are my, those are my two dream roles. We're. So yeah, I would do anything. I would stand outside the producer studio with coffees every morning like this waiting for them to acknowledge me no but for real you and would begging them to sing divine gravity for them where do you want to play it do you, where would you want to be here on stage any, or in a movie any 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 <laughs> i love that musical so much like whenever i'm nervous about anything i listen front to back to wicked what is it what does it remind you of or what is it childhood um growing up being like 10 years old and like driving in the car with my mom listening to it front to back like screaming in the passenger seat belting like meeting Kristen for the first time backstage as a little girl and that being one of the most exciting moments of my life and she gave me body wash that had glitter in it and I dipped my pinky in it every day when I used it in the shower because I never wanted it to run out like I loved those women I still do I love I mean I'm I like Kristen texts me like I, I'm friends with Kristen Chenoweth like that's the coolest thing I've ever accomplished like no offense guys we just have two number ones <laughs> back to back and I'm like I'm homies with Kristen Chenoweth like that's my favorite thing that's ever happened 
would taking on a role on Broadway be a challenge for you? Do you want like challenges? That, that would be more comfortable for me than shooting a music video, doing a, a tour as like a pop star thing. I just like, I love the intimacy of musical theater and uh, the excitement of not knowing like if a joke is going to land or not and like how the audience is going to feel you like that night. And just like, that was like my favorite thing about 13. It's like, even though I was like, uh, I didn't have much of a role. I, I just loved how different the energy was every time. I heard a story that I want to bring up. Did did, did the seven did seven rings start with you? Was it you? Who's who was playing that first? Oh yeah, I love that story. It was like they were we, we, okay. So we're in the room and um, we are, we had just got back from Tiffany's and the bags are there and Neom's is like this has to be a song and we're all like okay 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 and so we were like looking through beats and stuff but like nothing fit it right you know what I mean. And uh, we were like, okay, come in here. We need you to start a new idea. And we like put them super on the spot. And the piano was like right there. And it literally was like the first thing they played was like, dum, dum, And how did put that to your talk, talk into that? Hey, it was the first. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first thing you you did. Yeah, it was it was actually the first thing we did in the room. It was really scary. It was so <laughs> cool. Yeah, was I was like, "That's record that." Do you even know how that even entered your brain? Did it stem from something what? else? Well, they were they were they were pretty much doing the doing the melody and everything, uh, piecing together the words and stuff. And they were like, "We just really need <laughs> the rest of it that fits." <laughs> and so uh, we were just sitting there like, "Bro." What are we about to do? <laughs> Cause like uh, we kind of like piece stuff together, so it was like, uh, what in the world? So we went to the piano, and I just start pressing something, and Mikey was like, "Keep doing it," and then Ari was like, "What is that?" And we <laughs> my like, head was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah," and Mikey started throwing some chords in, and then we just yeah. you knew. Yeah. That's crazy. It. it was the first thing they played. That blows my mind. Sorry. No, like it was if it, it felt like it was super meant to be. It was literally the first sound he pulled up in in the uh plugin we were using and literally like it was like the perfect keyboard with the perfect reverb, perfect sound, perfect moment. It was it was crazy. It was meant to be for sure, for sure. For sure. It's the universe, dude. For sure, for sure. For so sure. For this interview um, it was a bunch of friends hanging out and we didn't really finish the conversation. So this is the end of the interview and this is the formal ending. Thank you for watching. I'm sorry. I tend to do this. I make everyone, um, I take everyone to a different place than we ended up, than we, you know, initially wanted to go. So I'm sorry. It was Thank a great you. journey. It was a great journey. Thank I, you. I love you. Thank you. And I'm sorry. <laughs> This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.